0: Hey friends, it has been a hot minute. I've been gone for a minute. I'm not gone for a minute, but it's the end of summer in Alaska. You kind of soak up the end of it, and you just kind of flow through it and enjoy it. So, want to talk a little bit about what's been going on. Um, if you've been following the podcast for a while, then you know that summers in Alaska are fucking awesome. And so, I don't do a lot of podcasting because they're awesome. However, That said, um, we're getting back to the shitty weather in Alaska, and that means that I get to uh, go back to podcasting and shitting on everyone and doing comedy shows and uh, smoking weed with you fine people. Just real quick. Now, I've got some samples that I've got to go through. This comes from uh, Alaska, or Alaskan made farm or something or other, I forget their name, but they give me free weed to sample, and I, I love them for that. Wes Vaughn, my former roomie in Bulgaria, when I lived in Bulgaria, it's, uh, I wouldn't say live, we partied in Bulgaria, there was a really stinky chick that really liked my friend Wes, that was cool, I don't know if he ever stayed in contact with her, anywho, um, yeah, just been, just been grinding away, we've got a jujitsu tournament coming up, so I'm prepping for that, but... Yeah, summer has been long. Summer has been very, very long. If you are in Anchorage, you had a good long summer. If you're in Fairbanks, you had a good long summer. But we are getting to the point now when if you're driving up to Fairbanks, you're kind of expecting that snow any day now. Like, the snow is going to be happening. Um so let's see what's been going on so we brought down sabrina spears a couple weeks ago she is the anchorage press comedian of the year she brought down mick nicola justin sands eric bird and we had maggie winston and myself and matt plant kicked off his u.s tour at that particular date now the very next week, which was last week, we had Tony Taylor, Lex the Siren, and Soldatna's own Wad Day, um, and that was a it was a cool show. It was an interesting show. I think we're going to start doing the music shows a little bit later. We're going to start them a little bit later. We're going to have a DJ for more time than we have performances for certain, um, but. Uh, yeah so we figured out that here if you want to bring an artist you got to bring in a DJ too because you don't want people to get bored at around 11 o'clock and start figuring out better shit to do so man there's so much to talk about and so much that's gone on over the last couple of weeks really the last month and we haven't discussed it so we might as well the queen died I didn't lose any sleep did did Americans lose any sleep not really she's uh, she's the mother of a couple of pedophiles, a couple of inbreeds. I think her husband was her cousin or some such thing. Her son uh, Andrew was best friends with Jeffrey Epstein. his son Charles was best friends with a guy by the name of Scavel. Now Scavel was a pretty interesting fella. He was a, a BBC DJ he was kind of there um, I, I don't even uh, know our, like Dick Clark. He's like Dick Clark of the UK. Anyway, Dick Clark of the UK was also a pedophile, and he had a thing for special needs kids. How fucked up is that? Um, I mean, like, you're an extra special level of pedophile if you're banging um, special needs kids. That's pretty fucked up. It's extra fucked up. I don't mean to laugh, but that's the lady that died. She protected that guy. She protected her kid from Jeffrey Epstein. She knew what the fuck they were into. They... And those are your kids, and you are your kids are the best representation of who you are. If your kids are pedophiles, then you raise pedophiles, right? You gotta you gotta cop to that, and maybe stop claiming them as your own. Just saying. Um, yeah, Harry was there, William was there. I don't think Harry is Charles' kid. I think we can all just fa- safely, fairly say that the whole shit show is for nothing because the Queen is a. Uh, pedophiles grant who's going to save the world from this shit. No one. You're going to have to save yourself. No one's going to save you. The best you can do is find people that you want to spend time with uh, and be with when it really goes to shit. And that's that's about where you're at. You're going to have to build your own tribe. You're going to have to figure out how to farm, how to grow fruits, how to grow vegetables. Maybe one of your buddies is going to have to raise some like I'm the chicken guy. I got chickens. I'm working on vegetables, uh and I'm sure I'll have weed very soon. But what I'm saying is that you have to do for you because no one else is going to. Now you can get together some of your friends you can have a little co-op someone grows the vegetables someone someone grows beef someone does pork you know and you go that that's the that's the best way that you're going to do it is to find your tribe find your tribe connect with your tribe develop your skills as a tribe who gives a shit if you don't know how to be a plumber you figure it out there's a youtube video for everything you just got to learn it before youtube goes down but no one is coming to save you. No one's going to save you from this shit. You have to save yourself from the shit. If you're unhealthy or if you're unhappy with your weight, right? No one's going to lose the weight for you. You have to do that shit yourself. You got to stop eating this. You got to stop drinking that. You got to start doing more of this and all of the other shit. No one's going to save you. There's not a government. There's not a person. There's not a. There's not a good good thing coming to you. Um, you got to do that yourself. No one's coming to save you. Nobody. I am curious about what's going on with the humanitarian migrant crisis in, uh, in the lower 48. Now, coming up very, very soon, I've got an interview with a woman who is a social worker at one of the reservations uh, around the El Paso area. And we're going to talk about what's going on in the border town of El Paso, Texas right now. And will there be any let up? I am, I am curious because I would like to know uh, uh, her thoughts on migrants being shipped to Martha's Vineyard, mar- uh, migrants being shipped to D.C. and New York, uh, to the vice president, the front door of the vice president's house. That's awesome. Uh, Chinese mafia, dude, the mafia is everywhere, Every- they're everywhere. If anyone can get a, get away and, and cut a corner, they're going to be there, right? And whether or not... Um, I mean, it's... Uh, I don't even know that the nationality... I mean, obviously, if you're Chinese and there's a Chinese mafia in your neighborhood, it'll either get... The, a lot of those uh, sort of um, ethnic-based gangs, I don't know if they're necessarily going to take uh, take advantage of their own people or they're just going to take advantage of the locals, which is, I guess, what they're supposed to do. Now, my understanding is that the Armenian mafia is in Sitka, Sitka, Alaska, which is an island um, in the middle of nowhere, Alaska, and apparently the Armenian mob is uh, is taken over. Well, yeah, they've got... Um, yeah. Why wouldn't you send out your your forward operators in the nicest shit they can buy? I bet you that the uh, um, the the people selling them ninety thousand dollar jeeps aren't complaining. You know they're they're buy- they're jeep buying customers like everyone else. They just want to buy all the farmland next to our nuclear facilities. Okay, what's the worst that can happen? All right, so I'm gonna go with um, this is fifty nine number fifty nine. Now what I like about this is it's very colorful. Uh, I don't know who who grew this. I know nothing about it. This very cool thing about the company that does the, that does the samples is I have no idea who made this. This is number 59. I can tell you it's got some really cool coloring. You're not going to be able to see it very well on there. And I'm not going to take a picture because I'm going to smoke it. But the coloring is really nice. It's very frosty. It's got some, some notes of purple and orange. It's got some really beautiful trichomes. As as far as aesthetically, it's a very pretty nugget, and uh, I think I'm gonna enjoy this one. Uh make sure the pipe is cleared out, cause you know you don't want you don't want a dirty pipe to smoke like good weed. You want as clean as possible. Anywho, um, I, yeah, long term, I don't. Yeah, no one's gonna save us from the shit. Um, your ethnic mafias are everywhere that they can be. If there's a place for an ethnic mafia somewhere. They are going to um, they're going to take advantage of it and and do the damn thing. Uh, they're going to spend that money. They're going to make some taxable income. They're going to make some non-taxable income, and they're going to spend that money. Uh, they're going to buy property. They're going to buy real estate. They're going to buy farmland. They because that's the smart thing to do, right? It's the one thing that you you can't you know make more of. Um, so the the game is to buy stupid amounts of farmland. I mean, that's why guys like uh, like Gates and um, and our soon-to-be Chinese overlords, there's a reason that they're buying these huge swaths of land. But here's the crazy thing, is you don't need a lot of money to buy some property. You just have to have the money and a piece of property and know what to do with it. If you've got a source of water nearby, like there's a river or a stream a creek, something that runs by, you've got a source of water, you can really start doing some good farming, irrigation. Uh, There's so much that you can do. But the goal is, the goal for I think all of us, if you're talking about being saved, you're already lost. Figure out what you don't know that makes you useful, right? If you know how to weld and you have a welder, well, those are two things that are going to be incredibly useful. You, you have a service that you can provide. by the way, I'm gonna tap into this 59 real quick. <sighs> yeah, it tastes nice. I haven't smoked a lot of weed recently uh, lately I haven't I haven't been smoking a lot of weed at all actually so it's nice to sit down and just kind of what you're gonna do and do the things for you hold on so this. all right maybe we'll do boom there we go all right it tastes very nice like I'm I'm not a guy that's gonna sit around and tell you this tastes like I can taste the accents of pine. No, no I can't. Um I know whether or not weed tastes good or whether or not weed doesn't taste good. And so can you. Like you'll know the difference between something that came out of somebody's, you know, gas tank shaped in a brick, or you have something good, someone that something someone grew that they cared about, or whether or not you just got a whole bunch of nutrients flushed into a plant, and um this doesn't taste like homegrown by any means measure like I don't taste any love in this weed, but at the same time, it's not bad weed this whatever this is somebody somebody who knows how to grow was growing it, but I don't know if this is an indica I don't know if this is a sativa I don't know what the terpene profile is. I could end up super paranoid in ten minutes. Or I could end up in the kitchen making dinner for my family. I don't know yet. This is... We're going to find out. All right. So, not a heavy taste. Not really overwhelming. um, Not the smokiest smoke I've ever had or anything like that. Um... It's fairly decent weed. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know... Again, I don't know who grows this. I don't know who uh, put this in the plants. I don't know if this is hydroponic. I couldn't tell you that sort of thing by the taste. Um, I can tell you that... If your weed is grown by someone that smokes cigarettes where they grow their weed, you're going to be able to tell. I can tell you that. I can tell you... When uh, plants were grown cleanly, and when they kind of weren't, when they're messy, they're they're not very great. And this, whoever grew this, probably knew what they were doing, or at least, or at least read all the, uh, read all the books, read the encyclopedia of cannabis, the George Cervantes books. Um, they've read, you know, this book, that book. They've learned about growing. Right. This is good weed. Uh, this is very, very good weed. It's aesthetically pleasing. It is the sort of weed that you you look at it and you're like, well, this is this is why I pay money for weed. What do you think is going on with these concerts being canceled? Um I don't know. I I think that concerts being canceled um there's a lot that could be wrapped up in that. Okay, so I like to think of uh, a lot of musicians as athletes, They're especially your touring ones, your guys and gals that are putting on two-hour performances where they're working up a sweat. They're putting on a real solid show, and I think that what you're going to find after two years of force, that a lot of these guys are going to end up like Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters. They're going to put on one or two good shows, and they're like, I can't do this anymore. Eric Silva, a professional UFC fighter, he was a professional fighter, fought in the UFC, believe he was a contender at one point, had to retire from mixed martial arts before he turned 30 because of heart problems. Weird. But you have these artists who are putting on two hour performances. They're sweating their asses off, they are putting in a strong workout. Uh, in front of, you know, thousands of people, and some of them are going to drop dead. It just is what it is, right? It just is what it is. And I think that maybe the concert industry, like maybe your companies, ironically named Live Nation, maybe your Ticketmasters are starting to see that. The other thing is, is like, after so many festivals, like, do you really want to see another band? They didn't cancel Riot Fest. Riot Fest was huge. Riot Fest in Chicago is huge. I have friends that flew from Alaska to Chicago to go to Riot Fest. Concerts are still happening. What I'm thinking is people are realizing less people give a fuck about the artists that are being canceled, whose shows are being canceled, um, than than people thought. Okay, people thought, oh well, people are gonna be really excited to see so and so. No, not really. Not really. They had to cancel. Uh, it was a a little baby or dub. Ba- one of dub. Ba- one of the baby guys um, had a show canceled recently because they only sold like 140 tickets. There's there's a big difference between like internet famous and people willing to spend money to see you perform your thing in front of them. And I think what people are realizing is that. People just don't want to see your thing. Like, whatever the thing is that you do, you and your buddies do to make money in front of a large group of people, most people don't give a fuck anymore. I think most people are tired of paying $100 and seeing one or two guys on stage walking back and forth. Meanwhile, you have bands that are putting on, you know, three-day events that are full of stuff. As far as canceling festivals, I mean, the festivals that are being canceled, does anyone give a shit? They didn't... Uh, I think that you didn't see Burning Man canceled. You didn't see a lot of stuff canceled. So I wouldn't worry too much about... Like, I don't worry too much about... Um, like, losing... like uh, Food manufacturing places, right? Because there are how many food manufacturing places in the United States? How many of them go up every year? Because they're in 50-year-old buildings. Because... That of this reason or the third or they plugged 72 things into one outlet because it was poorly constructed because whatever, whatever these things happen in a country with almost 400 million people we're really, really looking at uh, that sort of tip over effect one of the things that people either like casually forget or don't like talking about September 11th especially with conspiracy theories conspiracy theorists hate talking about the the amount of asbestos and stuff that was in the World Trade Center to begin with that stuff certainly didn't help the fires calm down all right like just as as easy it is as it is to poke a hole into like whatever the the government put out it's just as easy to to point out some of the issues with conspiracy theories. As far as canceling shows, I mean, I don't know anyone, anyone who's going to lose any sleep if Lady Gaga cancels part of her tour. I, I just don't know those people. I don't. I, I think real people that go to work every day um, are spending money and saving money on things uh, that they want, need, or desire, and a ticket to go see your fucking favorite pop singer, um, the city girls, whoever the fuck it is, right? Whoever it is. Those are luxury items, man. Those are a hundred dollar ticket to go see somebody with three songs perform for an hour and a half and yell about how awesome they are. A lot of people don't want to spend that money anymore. They just don't. There's there's better, better ways to spend your money. And I think that folks aren't necessarily going to spend $500 a pop to go to a festival to hang out. Um, Oh, I think something is about to happen in America, Christy, as well. I think something very bad is going to happen. Something funky, something absolutely dangerous uh, and scary is going to happen. I think lots of people are going to be uh, hurt or killed. I think that we are uh, militarily... um, we're very clearly in a place where we're being outpaced by people who don't have our best interests in mind people who are like the chinese who are building military bases in the middle of the pacific ocean and building islands like the stuff that they are doing in the middle east with uh, the the world estates right the chinese are doing that with military bases they are creating military bases in the middle of nowhere meanwhile The United States military can't recruit people for a lot of different reasons. Obesity, because people, young people now seem to be dumb as fuck. We can't load up, we we can't make cannon fodder. We can't make our own cannon fodder uh, because people don't want to serve. And a big part of that is the folks like myself who have served have talked about a lot of the things that have gone on in the inside that you don't want to talk about. So I think that long-term, with um, we're, we're going to see something with China in the next couple of months. Um, and I say in the next couple of months because no one's going to launch an offensive in the summer. They're going to do it in the winter when people are cold, people aren't prepared, people aren't ready. It's going to. This is this, like the Biden's winter of death isn't going to be the winter of death um, that he predicted. It's going to be something else, and it's going to be because... Of who's at the helm, we have the, in my opinion, the weakest president in my lifetime. Just weak, absolutely weak. At least when you had like Bush Senior, you had a warlord. That guy, that guy was Trap Lord Georgie over there, bringing in all the coke in the eighties and, you know, loading up the guns and the war zones and in, uh, in the Middle East. Um when you say China invaded Ukraine, like like they've got their soldiers there? Like, I haven't seen anything about that. I haven't seen anything about Chinese soldiers in the Ukraine. Now, I know that the Ukrainians are using um, resources that we have given them, which, which by the way, is very, very interesting that of all the money and all of the resources that we've sent over there, only about 30% goes to its intended recipients. Remember that. We have sent billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars over there trillions perhaps of dollars to the Ukraine and only 30 percent of the uh, of of the resources go to the intended recipients that's terrible uh, boots on ground I have heard nothing about that however uh, Americans uh, American mercenaries are over there so you know like that doesn't surprise me It is weird that Democrats have become the uh, the party of war. That's a that's a thing. A strange things that's happened in the last twenty years. Like the Democrats are getting excited about a war in the Ukraine, a war with China. You don't actually want a war with China. You don't. Um, they don't actually want the the war in China. What they uh, what they want is to sell stuff and keep getting fat and whatever. And that's fine. But. You have to realize that, like, your the things that you do are going to have a consequence on everyone else who isn't selling out their country. Um, and we have to know that consciously. Like, that's what we're doing. We are, as we do things that we know weaken our country, weaken ourselves, weaken our families. If we're, we have to be cognizant of it. We have to know we're doing it. Uh, Otherwise, and I think most of us do know when we're weakening ourselves and we're weakening our families and we're weakening you know, our country. And we're not doing anything about it because it's really not that important and you know, eventually one of the grown-ups will come and clean it up. But when the grown-ups come to clean it up, like those are going to be grown-ups with agendas. Like I used to be one of those cats that you know, I-, I used to I used to really use the term grateful that someone is the grown-up in the room. But I realized that all of those grown-ups, they all have their agendas. They're all they all have a thing that they're working for that is going to benefit probably them and themselves alone. And if we're honest about that, well, then we've got to do something about it. And that means doing something ourselves and not waiting until the grownups do something. The problem is, is that when we wait until the grownups uh, are in charge, then we end up with guys like Joe Biden or Donald Trump or, or any of these cats that probably does not have our best interest in mind. (sighs) I like this. Because it, uh, as it gets hotter, as it smokes, I mean, I probably have a dirty, uh, not a pipe, but a Screen, and I'm sure that that is affecting a little bit of the taste and the way that this is burning. But it, it was whoever cured it did a great job of curing. So whoever grew this, this is good weed. so coming up October 15th have IB Lit coming down from Anchorage. He is bringing D the lyricist. Who else is he bringing? Um Big Homie OZ. Now Big Homie OZ is a is a fun one to come down to Soldot and he always has a good time. Uh, and we always have a good time when he comes down. So um yeah it's going to be a good show. I'm excited for that show. Wade is again opening. We'll have more music for him at the next show. I know that if you've come out and you've become a fan of Wade, you want to hear more live music. So we're going to work on more live music. All right. So uh, that's going to be Saturday, the 15th of October, I believe. Uh, we also have a thing on the 19th of November. We've got Mick Nicola, Justin Sands, and a few other comedians coming down. Uh, Mick and Justin were the guys that uh came the most requested after the last show. So we're going to bring those guys down again. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. It will be worth your time. The real thing is that it's worth your time, right? Like if that's the other thing is like a lot of live shows suck and the live show experience with a lot of artists just kind of sucks. So if shows are being canceled, it's it's because people are kind of tired of hearing these cats like these these not as good live versions uh, being performed by some dude who's singing on top of the vocals like I watched a video of post Malone live and it, it really wasn't post Malone live. you could hear the backing tracks, right and you're a pop singer, bro like you don't even have like a like a great voice you have a voice you can you can use and you can amplify but no one is saying post Malone is a great singer. You don't... You could have backup singers. You don't need that backing vocal. There, were, there was a whole fucking backup track. So, like, even if you saw the band out there, the band is just playing over the track anyway. Why? Why? Why you, Why am I going to spend $100 for that? I can... You know what? I, I can... If it's post-Malone, I can can do a lot of drugs and risk an OD by myself. I don't have to spend an extra $100 to risk an OD at post-Malone shows. Yeah. Alright, so this was number 59. I would recommend this. Whoever this is, whoever grew this, I would recommend this. This is a good, fine cannabis strain. I like it. Um, I don't know where to get it. I don't know who you would get it from, but I can tell you that it's uh, it's delightful. You really only get it in Alaska. That's all I can tell you is that you can only get it in Alaska. Um. Yeah. Cheers. When I find out who this is, I'll share it with you guys, gals, and others. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Christy, if you have anything you want to pop in, any suggestions, anything you want to hear me talk about, uh, let me know. Otherwise I'm just going to sit and enjoy this and, This is dope. All right. Um, Thank you very much. Have a great day. Have a great evening. Uh, Have a great afternoon. Have a great... Whenever it is you watch this. Listen to it. Oh, no. Yeah. Before I forget. The reason I... Big... I haven't... It's not like I haven't been recording podcasts. I haven't been uploading them amongst other things. Again, because Alaskan summer. So... I've got a gang of new material. I'm not going to be dropping it every day. I'm going to be dropping it once, maybe twice a week, because I've got some other podcasts uh, that I'm working on. One about music, and one, uh, well, I mean more, not even just music, but uh, streaming services. So I'll include a link uh, when this goes to the YouTube channel. I'll include a link to that. It's all the same like podcast feed. I just want to do different stuff and don't feel the need to have seven different feeds for seven different podcasts if it's all me anyway so if you got one you can just get them all you don't have to subscribe to like 15 different things Uh, I will do a different Instagram page for them just because uh, it's easier but you get all of it you subscribe to one you get all of it which I think is very very important Um, by the way shout out to my good friend Jason Moody he's a good man and he just tapped in we will probably be seeing him at the Iron Asylum which is a gym here in lovely Soldotna, Alaska very very soon I have um so I took a long time off of the gym proper so that I could get really good at jujitsu, and i got I got good enough at jiu Jitsu to get promoted uh, but I noticed like my joints are sore like I have I have like injuries and I'm not as physically strong as I used to be so I'm trying to figure out the balance of like being strong and then being like good enough at jujitsu to like compete and know what I'm doing but n- but also win, be strong enough to win. Like I don't want to just be like re- so good at, at like defending myself that I I can hurt somebody. But I want to I want to be able to turn that into like offense and offense that I own. Because your average two hundred pound guy in, in jujitsu, jitsu am I'm I'm you know like I'm all right. But I feel like I know I can be stronger. Uh, I know I can be lighter, I know I can be faster, so then why not do the things that I need to do? So, I got a book, I got a book, I got a book um, from Inkwell's Bookshop, it's called The Four Hour Body from Tim Ferriss, if you're not familiar with Tim Ferriss, he's got a book called um, a Four Hour Work Week. I've got it on audiobook, but I got this in the book book so that I could highlight stuff, so... There you go. Uh, but it's got all kinds of stuff. Uh, how to gain 34 pounds of muscle in 28 days without, stero- uh, without steroids and a total of four hours uh, gym time. I guess that's in the whole 28 days. Uh, and how to produce a 15-minute female orgasm. That sounds pretty cool. Like, But I know that it's on page two uh, 226. But yeah, a lot of different things. How to re- reverse permanent injuries How to add 150 pounds to your lifts in six months. How to pay for a beach vacation with one hospital visit. Count me in. Count me in. So I'll keep you guys uh, up to this, uh, up to date on this one. Jason, if you ever want to do, okay, this book, uh, I got this at Inkwell's bookshop in Soldotna. If you go in, she will, uh, you, you can go talk to her. She will get you a copy of this. Tell her that Bill sent you uh you she'll get you a copy of it she'll get a, a copy of this quickly and you will have your book and you can throw in uh you know you can highlight all your portions right it's got i mean it's got workouts um you know uh how to get good sleep something called turning off the monkey mind which is uh being able to get to sleep in the first place a lot it covers a lot of things right um 4 hour body um yeah, so Inkwell's Bookshop in Soldatna. a very, very cool place. Uh, they've also sponsored a couple of these shows. Not this show. They'll probably sponsor the next comedy show. They will if you buy more books. I'll tell you that. If you buy more books, they'll sponsor more stuff. Everybody wins. I bring you free comedy. She sells a shitload of books. Everybody's lovely. So it's located in Soldatna. It's a... Uh, It's near the, uh, Siam Noodles and, um, Redemption MMA and, um, there's a, a cafe. Fine Time Cafe is right next to it. So, like, if you're looking to get a nice sandwich, Fine Time has nice sandwiches. They did, at least. I haven't had one in a while. But when I did have one, it was delightful. Um... But yeah, check them out. Um, They've got all kinds of really, really good books. And if there's something specific you're looking for, uh, uh, Bethany and Will will order it for you. So real quick, this is a real quick thing about um, uh, at least Will Bogart, right? Uh, I, I don't know exactly what Bethany has on her knuckles, but he has bookworm on his knuckles. This is a dude that owns a bookshop, right? That's the guy you want. To own a bookshop, the guy that has bookworm tattooed on his knuckles, pretty cool, right? That's that's the dude. You know, like the guy you want as a butcher is a guy who has a pig's head, a pig's head tattooed on his on his fist, right? That guy, that guy you want as a butcher. And um, by the way, I know a guy that has a pig's head tattooed on his fist. He's a butcher. Uh, and he's yeah his name's Mick come to a comedy show he'll tell you I don't want to ruin the big surprise but when he gives you the big surprise you're like I didn't see that coming not not from a mile away anywho um, yeah uh, if you're looking for a place to, to go get yourself in shape, Iron Asylum is a great place to go, and they have a, all of the very best trainers to work with you. I believe Mr. Moody's wife, who is a per, who is certified as a personal trainer, I don't know if she's training out of there. She will eventually. She'll get in there and be training people, but you should go see her. She, uh, she has competed in the past, and she won, uh, and so she can get you there. But her mentor trains out of there uh, as well, uh, Coach Kimmy England. They've got a quite a few trainers that work out of there. I don't know if they have any male trainers. Um, but I yeah, you, know, you work with what you can work with. If you have questions, talk to Jason. If he doesn't know, he'll his wife will know because she's a trainer. Um, uh, but there's all kinds of places you can go. I mean, go to yeah, go to a gym and make friends. That's it. There you go. Jason has something to do at work. You have something to do wherever you are, Christy, Steve, Dave, Mike. Tina, Uh, got shout out to Vladimir Putin in Russia. I know that I have at least one or two regular listeners in Moscow. I'm gonna assume it's uh, Vladimir Putin. Uh, You know what, dog? The media gives you a bad rap here. Come on the podcast. We'll we'll talk it out. You you don't even have to like leave Moscow. We can do it over Zoom. We can do it over Instagram, Mr. Putin. We can we can figure this out. I think that the media will get a better understanding of who you are uh, once you come on woke and baked. And that's the thing is you don't even have to get stoned with me, Mr. Putin. Uh, You can just drink coffee or tea if you're a tea guy. Uh, And it doesn't even have to be you. Like you're a head of state. I'm sure you have a look alike. He doesn't even have to say anything. You can just like nod his head you know and that way I can say I interviewed Vladimir Putin he didn't say anything didn't answer any of my questions but he smiled and nodded his head a lot and that's cool there you go um, but yeah wherever you are get yourself into a gym and make here's the thing like here's what I've realized if you go to like any kind of like gym or fitness place or anything like that it's really easy to get outside of your head right it's what do other people think about me what is the cat that's jacked over there or the the pretty girl or the handsome dude or whatever what do they think about me they don't give a fuck about you they're trying not to get hurt by you know dropping a weight on their chest right but what I what I've learned in that experience is that if you want to make friends with like the, the person that knows what they're doing ask them a question because it's like in a jujitsu gym or any kind of anything else where like people are there because they want to be there. They'll be happy to share the wealth. Don't be a creepy dude talking to like the pretty girl by any means. Don't be creepy. You're there to get yourself in shape. You're not there to beat cheeks. They're not there to have their cheeks beat. They're trying to flex them cheeks. They're trying to get some solid cheeks, sir. Not there to impress you, to impress themselves. Or maybe to get some. I don't know the girls that you're staring at at the gym, sir. Just don't bother them. Talk to the jack dude because the jack dude, especially if he is like surprisingly injury free, he knows what he's doing. All right. Gals, talk to the weathered chick with like super muscular thighs. She'll help you out. If you're nobody is there for you and you shouldn't be there for you for them you're you're there for you they don't give a frenchman's flying fart about you but but they're there and you are there you are there to do something to better yourself and whether it's martial arts whether you're lifting weights at the gym do the thing that you know you've got to do to make yourself the better person that you are that you think you are yeah be be the person that you think you are. None of us are as cool as we think we are, so we should all try and be a little bit more cool. Unless your definition of cool is an asshole, then find better friends. I don't know. Terrible life advice. Uh, I now I'm not so sure what I think about fifty nine. Why don't you tell me? All right, uh, leave a comment, leave a heart in the description. I don't. Let me let me know what you thought of number fifty nine, and if I went off the rails a little bit. um Yeah, um, yeah, at the gym, they're only there to make them, if they're, if someone is there to make themselves better, that's the person whose lead you follow, and when I go in the gym now, like, and I see the difference, like, I saw a kid a couple weeks ago, right, a kid I used to do jujitsu with, um, but like where he took six months to like get himself bigger and in better shape, and I took the six months to get better at jujitsu, you could see the difference and you could see the confidence and you could see the weight that this little framed kid was throwing around with really good form. And you're like, okay, he can do this, I can do this. You just have to do the thing, right? And it and it'll all come to you. Like in the next six months, I talked to this kid, he's gonna go back into jujitsu and I guarantee you he's gonna be uh, it'll take him a minute to dust off the cobwebs, but when he does, he'll be faster and stronger than he was when he left. Uh, and he's spent the last six months not getting injured uh, at the gym, which, by the way, not everyone that goes to the gym is going to get injured. Not everyone that gets to the gym is is going to get hurt, jacked up, fucked up shoulders because not everyone is trying to uh, lift 300 pounds above their head 15 times right not everyone is and not everyone needs to like the people that are doing that those are like your jujitsu guys who are all fucked up and still doing it they do it because they love it don't worry about them they're doing them don't worry about them alright but like anything else you're you're only going to get as injured as you allow yourself to be like I'm fairly certain there's a way to do boxing and not get hurt just don't don't spar heavy. There you go. Probably pretty simple. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. Number 50.